All righty. Hallelujah. This is Michael Basham with Spirit Force Fringe Radio Network. And we're just doing uh, not a shot off the cuff because both of us, we have been preparing our entire lives for this moment. <laughs> I have yes. Rod from the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Dude, and, it's uh, awesome to be here with think- you, bro. Yes, sir. And we have a lot to talk about. And I think the Holy Spirit is is going to direct mm-hmm. the uh, conversation today. But first off, um, why don't you tell us about the podcast for those who haven't heard? And um, I want to thank uh, Jerilyn from Strange O'Clock Podcast for managing back end the Zoom. So um, you're very welcome. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, she's here in the sky. <laughs> Whoa, I that was so blurry. I didn't know if that was mind speak or if she's really here. It's the voice to skull technology. Yes. But it's happening at the same time. Oh, my. Okay. (laughs) And it's a female voice, too. (laughs) Peach, you're a blessing. We're very thankful for everything that you're doing. I'm very blessed by you guys. Have a wonderful podcast. Feel free to chime in at any time. If we're, like, getting lost and both of us have, like, 10 seconds of silence, we're like, (laughs) which can never happen with podcast code. podcast hosts um but just tell us about the show like it's the end times you know nuclear war on the horizon you know you were our mutual friend enoch putris did this whole thing about med bed so i was just listening Mm. to that i'm thinking like your show has such a wide spectrum obviously Mm. we've interviewed a lot of the same people um just what's the how did you get started what's the mission what's the vision the mission what mm-hmm. do we do as listeners too? Because I think a lot of people don't know what to do with nuclear war and the end times and giants and mm. fallen angels and aliens <laughs> and what does the heck the Bible actually says and Michael Heiser. So, sir, please take the mic. I'm going to try to just butt in every once in a while, but I want to hear about yeah. what is the millennial mustard seed and how you got inspired to do this. Mm. Well, I think the first thing I'll start with is don't forget to keep your sense of humor and and laugh because it is medicine to the body. So a good laugh is definitely needed. Um, But in a nutshell, like you said, with everything that is going on today, we're watchmen on the wall. You know, we're we're peering out and, and we're seeing these things going on. And for those of us who have the calling to report back and to warn people and say, listen, this is really going down. You know, I'm, I don't want the blood on my hands. This is what I see. None of us are claiming to be right all the time. That's one of the things I like to stress to my audiences. The way that I see it is everybody has a little something wrong and everybody has a little something right. And I'm looking for what's right in what people are doing. You know, I'm looking for um, those positions in the ecclesia, the body of Christ that are coming forth yes. according to the leading of the spirit. That's who I'm looking for on the radar because that's who I want to be aligned with because I believe that's how God is going to move according to the, the, the shifting and the flow of the spirit because we've seen way too much of this <clears throat> pretend church, <clears throat> excuse me, or just like, you know, the building mentality, right? Like you show up to the building and that's where the church begins. And I have a chip on my shoulder. I, I am a millennial, obviously, right? And I always considered myself to be this small, insignificant little seed. But once I understood the power of just a little bit of faith and God's calling on your life, it really started to make sense as as this podcast 
came into being. I, I always say the seed was planted a long time ago, Michael, you know, through a lot of the, just the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, everything in between. God had, I mean, we were born for such a time as this. So we all have a calling on our life. It's very important that we we take up that calling and we take it seriously. But at the same time that we just become aware and we have humility that we're just like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I can offer. And we're, we're being meek, right? We have reserved power, but we're being meek. So in a nutshell, the millennial mustard seed, really what goes on is I capture um, the journey, my faith journey, and just broaden the spectrum by interviewing a diversity of different people. And by kind of like capturing that audio library of this journey over the years, it's helping me to see things, connect things. And by hearing other people's testimonies and hearing the research um, that's out there, it's really like connecting dots and helping my faith process too. Because I'm hearing trigger words as time goes on and I'm going, why is that significant for me? Why do I feel like I need to go in and study this now? And then I read verses like study to show yourself well approved, right? And it's like you can kind of, if you're reading the word and allow, and being sensitive to the process, you can see, God, you are working in a mysterious way in my life. So the mustard seed is is my representation to the rest of the world. You guys take this process, come join me on my journey through this process, and we all have something important to say. And uh, like I said, I like to highlight what I see that's right in people because I'm not, I'm not with this whole, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm going to disassemble your ministry and write a book about everything you have wrong. Like we see other people do. I don't think there's, there's power in that. I think there's power in right. the message of the cross and us agreeing on, on the majors first and then let God work out the rest. God will raise them up. God will set them down. So that's just, in, you know, just a, as a brief overview, that's kind of what's going on with the podcast over the last few years. Well, it sounds like you're very much on the track with the Holy Spirit, sir. And how would you describe, I think, um, mm. overall, we're on the kind of the fringe Christian spectrum. And I talk to a lot of people that don't understand even what that is. And they just <laughs> think that there's Trump people and Democrats, and that's it. And they don't understand, like, there's going to church, but then there's learning <clears throat> about deeper things like the meat of the Bible, the Michael Heiser kind of stuff that's like uncomfortable to talk about. And maybe without mentioning names, let's like, let's fight with one hand behind our back here. But people that don't even know who Michael Heiser is, like, how do we explain, yeah. you know, what's happening today? And I don't think we're streaming on YouTube, so we can talk about the vaccines and the <laughs> DNA, RNA, weird things that are happening. Yeah. Changing the DNA. I mean, what do you think about um, this movement and, how does that play in? Because you've had obviously uh, quite a number of fringe <clears throat> Christians on your show. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. And that, that's a big question. But the way that, that God has kind of showed this to me and the way that I'm trying to enter in and contend in this space is that we, first of all, we have churches on every corner in every town and city and neighborhood here in this country. So if those men of God according to that documentation from seminary. And I'm not saying that that all of these guys are bad. I'm just going to throw this out there. Eat the meat, spit out the bones, you guys. But if all of these churches were fulfilling their role, would we be in the state we're in in this country? You know what I mean? Will we see the things happening politically? Will we see the things happening with the music industry, with the imagery, with the inculcation of our younger generations, every generation through all these formats of entertainment that really have been um, so we've been subject because of this cultural melting pot that we are in this country to what I consider to be like a phase one level one satanic ritual 
abuse, right? Like just the, our subconscious is wow, picking up the music. We're picking up the imagery. You know, we're, we're forced into this rat race style culture, right? So right. if if the men of God who were here before us or, or the old, the elders right now were really fulfilling their role, I think we'd see more love and we see more unity, first of all. We see the absence of that. So that means God has to raise other people up according to the power of the spirit. Um, because he's going to get glory for his name and he talks of the remnant. We know that there's a remnant and you shall know them by, by their love for one another. You shall know them like the uneducated will speak and perplex the wise because the spirit is with them. Right. So these are things we look out for. Now, when we're talking about the meat of the word, <clears throat> the apostle Paul says, I desired to share the meat with you, but you guys were stuck on milk, right? You guys still have, um, you guys are still jealous of each other. You guys are still trying to hold each other back, right? And we see this even in like this this influencer world, right? There's certain people that will go out in the forefront and they will publicly honor other people and privately they will honor these other people. And the people that they're honoring, they'll mm -hmm. move in such a way where it's like, well, how can I get your audience or how can I collaborate with you just so I, because you have an anointing on you and, and I want to absorb some of that. So mm -hmm. I see a lot of that and I'll never drop names because my goal is not to be writing books about what we're doing wrong. We're overlooking these flaws right. and we're going, you know what, let's keep moving forward, but let's be wise. Wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, right? Yeah. And then <clears throat> you got to read and study to show yourself well approved. So if you have a man of God in your life, you're submitted to a ministry, that's awesome. We do not forsake the gathering. Two or three are gathered. We believe in Yeshua, the resurrection. He's in our presence. But we have a mission to get into the word for ourselves. And when you have questions, somebody out there who's listening, whether it's live on the recording, if you have questions about the Bible and you're asking it to people in your sphere and they're unwilling to answer, but you feel like there's something to it, you trust the movement of, of that tugging of the spirit. If God is, is trying, because there's great exploits still to be done. And God, see, God is mysterious at the same time as he's being revealed through his son, Jesus, to us. So there's this beautiful mix of mystery and marvel and majesty within this God that we wish to worship. And we need more people to get excited because of the personal relationship they have with God because of studying the word for themselves. And so I really am trying to ignite that in people, get people interested in the Bible again. Chuck Missler was one of the guys who really laid the first person who laid that foundation to be like, it's okay to go there because I had personal things, a supernatural life, but I would go to people face to face, skin to skin. And they'd be like, Oh man, that's too much. You know, you don't need to be thinking about that. Worrying about get, get this right in your life right now. And it's like, yeah, they were, they were partially right, but you, we want to fan the fame, uh, the, the, the flame of faith in people. Right. So we don't want to hinder this natural, you know, desire to want to know how these things connect. It's a good thing to want understanding. It's a good thing to want to know about Genesis 6-4. If you don't know who Dr. Michael Heiser is, I highly recommend you find out who he is, right? He's on to something. Yes. We, need, we need more men like that. <clears throat> and we also need more people that are willing to fill in the void. You know, really just to fill in that space where it's like, we're talking with the guy next door. We're not afraid to talk with you know, these lawyers and these doctors and these theologians and all these different people. And we need to take the favoritism off the table. We need to start looking at people as like, you have value regardless if you're bagging my groceries or if you're the doctor, the, the biggest hit is book lately. I need to have that same style of love and respect for you and understand that God may be trying to use something 
uh, that that he created me with working in and through me to capture a, a part of your mind, right? To help you get unlocked, to break down this false reality overlay, as Dan Duvall would say, right? This this broken and and disappearing and and darkened system that seems like it's overlaying everything that God created to be good and pure. So we're contending for that space. We're contending for people's hearts first and foremost. And we're trying to walk out that what we preach. Do I stumble? Yes. I tell people I'm not the best person to follow. <laughs> like, I'm not a great follower. Like, don't be like, Rod, how do I do this or that? I'm like, follow Christ. And then, you know, we bear each other's burdens and so fulfill the law. So where I'm weak, I might need you for that. Where you're strong, right? It's like, okay, I might need lifted up here. So that it's, it takes humility too. I hope I answered your question. I kind of forgot exactly what you asked, but. That's all right, man. I just, <laughs> I think you nailed it. I mean, you, you're getting into just the overall mission is to win souls and fringe radio network.com fringe Christian movement since the early days of the internet. What we're trying to bring out here is not, Ooh, look at my new research. It's so interesting. You never heard about this before. It's not like to bring people to us like, Oh, I've got the secrets for you. Although I hope, People will get educated when they go to Millennial Mustard Seed mm. podcast and they go through the list mm. of just just this insanely broad spectrum. I mean, you got William Ramsey on there. You got so many people that we've also interviewed, Strange O'Clock podcasts and my show, Spirit Force, Spirit Wars, like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And to just try to like digest all of that, to break it all down, you feel like you just turned into another species of entity <laughs> when you digest it all. Um <laughs> But at the same time, you just nailed it as as far as like we're trying to win souls here. And it's like, yeah. here's something interesting. Here's something cool. Here's something that might save your life. Like want to have your, you know, not die from uh, when you get the next weird COVID thing and like learn about alternative cures to what they're promoting on mainstream media. Like just life-saving stuff. But even that is not the reason why we do this. And I think we're very aligned in, in uh, our purpose here. Although I have to say you sound a lot cooler than me, man. I'm like... I'm like, hey guys, can I hang out at the cool table at the high school? Like, I, mean, I want to hang out with you, good, Michael. <laughs> I want to hang out with you. <laughs> well, I always make friends with the cool people. Like, I'm like the dork that gets bullied, but then like by junior year, I'm best friends with the you know the the quarterback of like the. I went to Naples High, and we had like the top football team, and I'm like, why does he like me? Like, <laughs> but um, it's a bromance. <laughs> Hey, no girls allowed, Jerlyn. What's going on here? I'm your conscience. That's that mind speak again, man. It's starting to freak me out, bro. Yeah, that literally surprised Sorry. me. Oh, geez. No, it's actually quite pleasant. Thank you. You're just you're on guard. You're just like when, when, you know. Yeah. Oh, somebody's man. like somebody competent <laughs> is listening to us. That's gonna look to me anyway. You're being you know, monitored. You're, you're doing a great job. Um, by the way, so we have a mutual friend, Enoch Putris. Yeah, like, how did yeah. you guys meet? That's interesting. Let's just kind of, you know, go all over the place now. Much okay, to the chagrin yeah, of our audience. Like two podcast well, hosts. Let's talk shop <laughs> here on air. So it's actually Peach gets honor for this, right? And she gets the recognition for oh. really doing a lot of this behind the scenes work. So she was assembling the 
the first, I guess you could say, roundtable or collaboration episode that I was on, which was with William Ramsey kind of being like the 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 guest of honor, right? And we have like all these different screens, the Hollywood screens across the, the Zoom call for that episode. And I released that actually, I think it was the very beginning of this year because we've recorded that, I want, I'd like to say December of uh, last year, 22, right? Right. Um, so I didn't know who anybody was. I didn't know anybody knew who I was. I mean, I knew Chuck from Fire Theft Radio, actually, because I was already in, we were in communication for, for a little while. And, um, but everybody was pretty much a new face to me. I mean, William, I knew because I interviewed him actually almost a year and what, two or three days ago to the, to the day. And he had put my, one of my episodes up called the past, the present and the future on his show and then obviously it was aired on mine so enoch putris was one of these squares on this this interview right we have all these different people spread out um and peach put that together and she you know was really pushing behind the scenes for just let's come together let's be in agreement here we're broadbanding a message to win souls the ripple effect of information can go out there and really there might be just one person who you drop something they needed to hear that that shifts and changes for them and brings them you know into ultimately what they're called to or you know anything we don't know the ripple effect so i love that mystery of it but um so it was peach who put this together and so i'm just you know some podcaster i I don't know who knows me or i don't know many people i'm just finding people authors i'm finding people from other podcasts and just across the spectrum of i want to interview and collaborate and talk with these people i need to figure out what's in their mind and then i need to try to digest it right um, so it, I found Enoch through that episode where William Ramsey was our, our guest. Right. And so Enoch immediately kind of like clicked with me after that recording and we started just talking. So it started with like, you know, phone calls and just him picking my brain, I'd pick his brain and we go back and forth. So we really just developed off air relationship. And then he started to see um, things that he was saying, well, this is a highlight or, or like a rabbit trail that you're really good at working with, right? Like um, something that you can see and digest well for for the other layman's next door, just like me, right? The guy who's, you know, doing concrete this week or cutting grass. He's like, a lot of these guys are my listeners, right? And they, just the people out there with calluses on their hands that are just trying to make sense of the world and they're trying to understand where the information fits in. Well, Enoch is like the, the people with really bad handwriting. <laughs> like once you do like hard labor, like I used to like be educated. Yeah. And now I can't even Your like fingers write start English. to twist and get all yeah. There go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's my those people. Are the guys that listen to us. Yeah, those are the, man. That's my people. Join us. Man. Listen yeah. to Strange O'Clock. I'm Come with, to French Radio Network. Yeah. We're totally guys. fishing into your audience here. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. But likewise, <laughs> guys, just for your listening audience, like understand this is called cross pollination. This is something that um, William Ramsey is actually really good at this too. But Excellent, it's yeah. like we, you might not have a huge audience or you might already have one. And we try to grow that and also form alliances and find out like, okay, I agree with you on, wow, 98% of everything you said. It's like totally what I already would say. So yeah. Um, or as Alex Jones would say, sitting across from, I don't know, some giant name like Joe Rogan or somebody recently, like, we're like, really, like, literally, we're, we're finishing each other's sentences. We're just, the awakening is here. Everybody's understanding it. It's happening. It's awakening. So we're a little bit oh, less, man. like, nuclear yeah. war now and more, like, let's fish for souls. Let's yeah. talk about Genesis 6. And, um, and well, plus, we're, shout we're out tired. to Enoch. We're tired from waking up and working the 40, 50 hours a week and and from families, right? And trying to, you know, 
actually walk out what we believe. So um, I probably would have and, a and lot more energy. And we can't let our wives hear this now that you said our families made us tired. But I have stain <laughs> on my bare feet right now and my feet and my fingers from staining bro. things like staining I know, a wall. I've seen and the painting. picture. You was uh, you were in the yeah. cabin. Yeah, bro. Get it. Got to get it, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I shout out, shout out to Enoch. So. Yeah. 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 D um, don't let me cut you off on your, your train of thought there. Um, yeah. Enoch is, is really uh, yeah. just hyper intelligent. He's like one of these like ultra IQ level genius wizards. And <laughs> I didn't even know half of the stuff he was talking about. D wave quantum computing, yeah. the matrix becoming real, the, the med beds. It's yeah. like, that's going to be a thing soon. And we need to get ready for that. And the matrix is real guys. Like send these podcasts, send the link to this show. However you're finding this text it to people. Like text it to yeah. people in Facebook, like go into the matrix and bring people out of there because we're trying yeah. to wake people up to not just the fact that there is corruption, but the fact that your whole life is being directed by AI. And what you said earlier, we're all becoming SRA. We're all mm -hmm. becoming MK ultra because of technology now. Yeah, That's absolutely. a really deep point. Absolutely. And, and the churches on all the corners, they're not talking about this, but it's resonating deeply with the people who are, waking up to the reality of hold up it's not what they told me it was it's like that moment where neo from the matrix movie he he realizes you know he takes he takes the the correct pill right and then he's realizing he's coming into adjust into focus like yo all of exactly. this was a lie it's all this fro this false reality overlay like dan duvall talks about right and then they start to see things they weren't picking up on before some people are seeing patterns now and, uh, you know, I personally, I deal with ADD, right? Like I deal with this attention deficit disorder and it was like a, a hindrance for most of my life. Right. But now I'm starting to find out, well, I'm not saying this is a gift from God. Don't get it twisted. But what I am saying is I found a way to pick up on patterns by what they were saying was a weakness. I actually found could be a strength. Right. And so like, we're finding other people like that, that are starting to realize, you know what, these weird little quirks and these, these overworked and tired people that, that have been running this race and they've been contending for a faith that, that they make it imaginary and they make it like, um, secret backdoor. You need a key to get into the deepness of Christianity. You just show up, put money in the hat and we're going to be like clockwork and talk about the same verses over and over again. And no, you can't ask those questions here for those people who know what I'm talking about when you go to your building exactly. and you can't actually get stuff across to them or you, you feel it, you feel, I don't belong here. Y'all making it very clear. I do not feel welcome here. The questions that I have and I'm, and I was genuine about it. So I know that there's other people out there that are genuine. Like really I dealt with sleep paralysis or I'm still dealing with the effects of PTSD or, you know, I've had these dreams or visions or encounters, but yet this supernatural book called the Bible, this ancient papyra, right? The word of God is, is the most supernatural book in all of existence. But if you take a supernatural anecdotal experience to somebody who's supposed to be representing the God of all creation, they, they like, they shun you for being like, oh no, that's too weird. You can't talk about that here. And I'm not saying that's every church, but in my experience, I've gotten a lot of resistance by quote unquote, going to these churches over the years. And when I found out I wasn't alone, that's when we started to understand, well, now we're looking out for, we're looking for more of who's like us. Like if you guys have been hurt and who hasn't been hurt and traumatized, even if it's just basic heartbreak, you know what I mean? And so people are out here 
God loves these people. God sees these people in a way that has not been correctly demonstrated to us through the Christian leadership. So now exactly. we got the spirit moving through the least likely, the least chosen candidates to actually start to demonstrate and bring into clarity and focus where God's heart is. God's heart is to restore everything that that's been done wrong to you. If you have one, one little cell, right, of your body that's being captive by the enemy, we want that back. We want everything back God intended for us. And that's the mentality that's yes. brewing because that's the times we live in. Now you talked about like nuclear war and you talked about we're living in like these end times, right? Well, take heed, let no man deceive you. It is our responsibility. It's a commandment that we actually are seeking God. Um, we're, we're searching him out first and letting him add the stuff onto us along the way. And you know what? Don't be afraid for it to look messy. You know, I have, I have people trying to put knives in my back and trying to judge me and put words in my mouth. I deal with all kinds of different backlash and I look at people and, and I, and the reason I can't attack them back is because God is in me. Look, helping me to see them the way he sees them. Like, bro, they're just as hurt and wounded as you are, you know, be meek and be humble in this situation. Don't, you know, be angry and sin not. Right. So we need to start seeing other people for the state that they're in the way that God sees them as in, I want that person redeemed. I created that person with image and value and they have unique set of circumstances. And I have a position for them to be, to present this gifting I've, I've knitted together with them for their, their calling on their life. And so a lot of this is the tug of war that's taking place, but um, we need to wrestle our flesh down and not let our flesh get in the way and prefer each other. I mean, I base my podcast around on like, trying you know it's been more recent than not other people are asking me to share my testimony but for years i've based everything say, i'm doing yeah. on i want to like your story like i want to lift you up what are you doing right let's capture that and just trying to show that love trying to lead in that way because everybody else was like kind of clicky and weird and you know what i mean i'm like nah let's let's follow god and let him decide because he's going to decide at the end of the day what lasts and what doesn't last well we met through i mean not met but we both know the canary cry the bird oh, boys as johnny guys. mcmahon yeah. calls them i mean <laughs> yeah. that whole concept we were talking yeah. about maybe we can hijack their um the canary <laughs> cry meetup thing and yeah we've got a uh, a place that i am in right now actually that uh not just this back you know mop closet which it's i need to beautiful fix up. <laughs> um well this door was built by a really good carpenter and uh um great christian man um I won't get into it. Well, anyway, we have the mutual understanding of like, there's the click of Canary Cry, but they do a really good job. They're a really cool click to get back to high school. It's like, man, I wish I could be in their table. Sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you go there, but then it's like, there's so many, like in high school, I used to meet just lost kids everywhere with like cutting their wrists and mm. anorexia mm. and whatever. And, and I just felt the the Holy Spirit because I met the Lord at age 16. Mm. It was around like 9-11, before 9-11, 2001. And I just felt God like pulling me towards, like I was busy all the time because I was having all these needy people coming and being like, <laughs> but also like, <laughs> I have the answer. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And, and here we are now. I've done international missionary work, but... Now I don't care where I am. It's like, give me a microphone and an internet connection. Like we can reach people. And here I am yeah. talking to you. We can use these, these networks of different believers and different people 
but also go out into the fringe, into the Bigfoot, into for what I'm doing. I mean, into the new age. I've got people. I've got a hard drive full of James Rink's podcasts <laughs> on a hard drive. I just met him in person. We got to pray together. And wow. then I agreed to do the little meditation with him, too. And I, I'm kind of like, God, is this OK? Um, it's all about winning souls, people. It's not about like, am I in good doctrine? Is Does God approve of everything I do? It's like serve God, win souls, and he'll take care of all your needs. Like my wife and I, we just started a business today. Like literally, we just started a new project and we're like, oh, my gosh, if this is successful, we might do another thing or another. Like God will start opening your spectrum but as far as like what your your trajectory needs to be it's about winning souls training disciples and you said something about having accountability about having like being in authority like having people that are kind of like around you that can kind of tune into your life can you talk about that for a second or whatever else you're about to say too but could you mention that <laughs> um because i think that's kind of what we're doing here right now it's like we're we're helping each other be more accountable like be more effective in serving god yeah so i mean the ecclesia right it's it's this governing body that's the church it's not a social club right and i was having this conversation with a brother i'm going to give a shout out to eric because i know he's going to listen to this but he was down at the deliverance ministry that just happened the other week and we talked like twice on the phone while he was down there and um you know, we were just kind of talking about the condition of the church and just kind of challenging, like the idea that some people want to lord and rule over you because of, you know what I mean? They want to challenge stuff. They want to speak into your life uh, in ways that, that are not godly. So we're going to know right. in the spirit when it's godly, right? So when you have somebody that is anointed, um, if you if you submit yourself to, to a ministry, right? First of all, if anybody tells you you need to submit to this ministry, that's, there's a red flag there. If anybody tells you that if you do not join and show up on this scheduled you know, agenda for this ministry and they, they try to make it seem like you're, you've gone rogue, there's a major red flag there, right? So a real man exactly. of God, in my opinion, the way that that's going to work and having this accountability, that's with your, your household, your brethren right? Like we're accountable to be pleasant and to dwell in unity with each other. We're not accountable to be like this perfect. You can't ever drop the ball. Like, you know, this, this over crazy religious spirit. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this kind of accountability where it's like exactly. people meet you where you're at. And when a yes. real man of God is speaking into your life is going to, God is already going to be showing you because he's already going to be whispering things to you in your life. You're going to either have a dream or, you know, things, words are jumping off the page when you're studying Ephesians or whatever. And then a man of God comes alongside you and says, bro, I see you limping. Mm -hmm. God is calling you to do this. So it's always going to come through just like uh, the word says, what comes from heaven first, what comes from God from above is first pure. It's authentic. It's genuine. It's powerful. It's light. So we need to be able to have that kind of discernment to distinguish um, who should we be submitting ourselves to and submission to a man of God is a good thing. It doesn't mean forever you're submitted to this man and you have to, Oh, every time they come around. No, it just means like I can count on you and hold you accountable to answer this call. Not like when I'm calling, but like to get back to me, to, to walk down this road with me. Like there's people that are in the body of Christ that have a calling. Some of us to be 
pastors, some of us to deliver the word, some of us to be shepherds, some of us to be uh, in the gift of prophecy or the office of prophecy, some of us to just be a servant. And we need to stop this whole one man on the stage standing up in front of everybody, stand up, sit down, do this, don't ask that. That model doesn't work. Right. So that's what exactly. I mean when I say like a ministry, like me and you are brethren, bro. Like, you know, God has things that he's done in your life that I don't know anything about. So my humility is going to be when we're talking on the phone, just like the other week. And I'm like, bro, tell me about this. Like, help me understand this. That's a way that we are humbly submitting to each other. It's not like you have this title and Rodney's like, oh my gosh, Michael Basham's here. I, I can't ask any questions. I can't contend him. There can't be a healthy debate or dialogue. No, all that's acceptable in my opinion. But it, but it's like having that understanding when you're identifying somebody else's gift, their gift may be they're a shepherd and you got to trust that person's word for it. And especially if they have a track record, right? Like if they have a track record year after year, if you know somebody who operates in the gift of prophecy and they're correct on what they have talked about in the past, stop doubting them in the future because the Bible says do not despise the prophets. Um, if you trust mm -hmm. in the prophets, you'll you'll prosper, right? So it's like we just need to start looking at stuff through the words filter and less through these seminary filters or these, um, what do you call this, like um, denominational preference filters, right? We just need to start allowing God to steer us in everything that we're doing and just and chill. Sometimes it's cool just to fall back and chill and be like, you know what, God, I don't know exactly where I'm supposed to be and what's going on and talk to God like you, like I would just say that to you. I've talked to God like that. Like, God, I'm struggling with this. I don't know how I feel about this. God, I, I think you're calling me here. I don't want to go there. I don't want to do this. It's okay to contend. Look at Jesus. He says um, when he goes to the garden and he bleeds um, through his sweat pores, right, before the crucifixion, he it's pretty clear when you look at what he's saying in the word there, he's like, if this cup can pass from me, right? <laughs> he's like, I don't really want to do this, but not my will your will be done. So Yahweh in heaven and Yahweh in earth are in agreement because the, the fleshly vessel that the Messiah is in um, did not want to go through what it went through. So sometimes you're going to need to take one or two brothers with you, just like Jesus did when he went up there. And it, it says he was, he was anguished. He was heavily burdened. He was weeping, right? And he brings two cats with him and the other guys are sleeping. He goes back and he's like, can you not even stay up and pray? So that sometimes is going to be a, a man of God in your life when somebody's going through a trial or tribulation and they're calling you to walk with them and cry with them or laugh with them. So like, this is how I view it through what God's showing me that we should, we should see the ecclesia look like as we're being established and positioned as this government, this representative, this, this council of what God should look like here on earth. Enough of this like religious textbook stuff. We just need to actually start. And, and there's a time and a place for that. I'm not saying we eliminate it completely because I, I feel like people, when they hear me talk, they're like, man, you're just wild blown in the wind, bro. You just want to rip up every. No, it's like the balance is so out of whack. We have so many textbook nerds, but we don't have people that are willing to go out there and cry with you and actually love you. They don't they don't put the love in in the way that they're walking. Right. They don't have beautiful feet. So we need to create that balance. And I think it's our job to do that because you have an audience. I have an audience. We're born for such a time as this. We got to honor God first before we're honoring the fringe topics. Yes, I got a bunch of cool stuff I could talk about. That's super fringe. It's dope, right? <laughs> Regional. It's, it's fun. It's the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and there's a time and a place for that. Like that's, that's important. But it's like what comes first? You know what I mean? So I feel like through the podcast, dealing with the, the weird and the fringe stuff is like it's like the correct bait when you're fishing, when you're a fisherman. 
I mean, you know exactly the term we use. (laughs) I guess it's like you're able to, you know, be aware. Like the Apostle Paul was aware of who he was talking with when he went to, I think it was the Parthenon, and he's seen all the statues of the Greeks, right? So he's culturally aware of all these gods that that people were worshiping of the day and age that he was in. And then he says to him, listen, I'm making a declaration unto you to this day, this statue to the unknown God, I'm here on his behalf to make declaration to you, right? So it's like, we need to exactly. be able to come into our culture. So if we're talking about realm, you know, ancient iCloud realm technology from the antediluvian times that could possibly be activated in today's day and age, right? If we're talking about this stuff, it's because there's people out there that live in that space and they haven't heard the gospel and you may be able to connect some dots for them just like the apostle Paul did when he rolled up in on the Greeks and was like, yo guys, I see your statues. I see what you guys are doing. Right. I perceive you're religious. I perceive you guys Mm -hmm. know something. Um, so man, sorry. I, I'm don't even know if I'm on topic or off topic. I feel like I've been rambling. So help me understand if I answered even whatever your question was. (laughs) Well, I already forgot it. And, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about what, um, what do you where do you lead people like obviously your heart is for souls and churches you told me like and we had a great you know behind the scenes bro mm-hmm. talk about like what are we gonna mm-hmm. do like we got work and <laughs> we got bullshit pay and burn it yeah yeah like, yeah we're gone then america's falling down and yeah. we've got family we've got kids got yeah but then there's this podcast thing and of course um mm. We need to pray for, you know, just for you guys to have all the infrastructure that you need to keep the millennial mustard seed going, because this is a huge operation. I mean, tell me, it's like the mustard seed. It's a prophecy. It's like right there. And the millennium. And I think I forgot to put two ends in the in the title. I'm sorry. I just said I knew how to spell millennial. And uh, <laughs> it's two ends, right? Millennium is M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L, right? So the way that I spell it is M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L, mustard seed, millennial, yeah, like the millennial reign, right, or like that's what people... Totally. I was even telling you, like, yeah, I know how to spell millennial, okay, and I... I <laughs> well, there's a couple wrong. ways to spell it, and I get this all the time, and people are always like, oh, it's a oh, mouthful, okay. right? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, okay, well, all right, before I go forward, yeah. what is the millennium in your view? Why would you talk about the, are you talking about millennials? Like, are you born after 1983 or is it about the the reign of Jesus? Yeah. (laughs) The way it started, I had a podcast called Not of This World. Horrific audio quality. Not that it's terribly that much better on the mustard seed, right? But it was my my foot in the door to start being like, what's going on through my thought process? I'm going to present that and and start speaking what I'm thinking out and dealing with some of this, taking a step of faith. But like I said, I'm a millennial. I'm growing up technology, supercomputers in the pockets of everybody that of my generation, right? So we have the older generation that are like really going catfishing over the weekend. They got cigars and beer and they're, you know, rah, they're the good old boys or whatever. You're a city slicker, right? Hanging out on Passionk Avenue, trying to debate on what cheesesteak to get in Philly, right? You have this, this, this older generation and the way that they would do things. And then you have my generation where it's like, we're right on the cusp of hanging out with that older generation being influenced by them. But now we got these super computers in our pockets. And so that's like this shift. So I think the millennial right. generation, you have two of them. <laughs> well, I have a TikTok phone, so 
you know, never um, put TikTok right, on your I S- I just SD completely card. lost my train of thought. I don't even know what's going on with TikTok. <laughs> I need to get on TikTok and just start watching videos no, and zoom out. Do not get on TikTok. <laughs> you will lose thousands of hours TikTok. of your life. I don't even have it. Good. Don't make fun of me for that. I did have it. I deleted it. Um, blame Good. Joe Rogan and, and details about TikTok that he read on air that somebody sent me and i listened to that caused me to delete it oh good no no don't do don't do it guys i mean i'm doing it because i i go but i'll talk about that later but yeah continue on your train of thought this is really good yeah so the millennial generation i think is a a super important generation and we were really looked down upon because it's like oh these guys are sissies right they didn't get it together it's like the start of like what the world was saying this whiny generation you know in a lot of ways they're right we're not half the men that the old style men used to be because they had hands of leather they were working hard they look you right in their eyes they didn't have too many words they had a lot of action right but I feel like each generation failed us, but when it got to our generation, we were failing the next generation because of this now, right? So it's this distraction, it's technology, it's the frequency, the airwaves. So I started to see the millennial generation as being like possibly right on the cusp where something really good can come out of this or something really bad can come out of this. And the way that we trickle things down Because even though I'm younger, I still need to be looking out and discipling the younger dudes the same way as the dudes who are 40s and 50s should be doing that for me. Right. So but I just there's something so significant about it. So God gave me that name. I laughed. I didn't want to use it. I was aware of all these super cool podcast names out there. You know, I'm not going to rename other podcasts, but you guys understand, right? Dogman Rips Village podcast, right? I mean, you have like all these cool cryptid podcasts, alien podcasts, and I'm like, I'm the millennial mustard seed. So I had no like idea of the millennium. I didn't know a post-trib, pre-trib, any of that stuff. Well, I didn't get into any of that at the time. I still don't even know exactly where I stand. I mean, I'm trying to be prepared on a day-to-day basis because my personal harpazo or rapture could be if I die next week. If I die next week and, and go out that way, that's when I'm going to be absent with the body present with the Lord. So I still don't get into well, have me on your show and I'll, I'll break down the millennium anytime. <laughs> and I'll talk about the children of God cult that taught me all about it. I mean, Oh man, I got questions for you. See, I want to start firing some questions at you here soon, but, but in a nutshell, I didn't, there was no like subliminal messaging or like th- this or that about the name of the podcast. God gave me the millennial mustard seed. I argued for like a month or two. I was I wanted to keep not of this world, but I wanted to reinvent it and shift away from the way that that first season had looked, uh, you know, doing that little podcast I looked. And it was just this feeling of like, nope, don't change it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be obedient and go with it. I'm going to enter into this fringe space through, you know, Christian topics and through my faith journey with a name called millennial mustard seed. And now like people are saying it's perfect. It fits in. It's unique. It's like, there's something about it. And and I just laugh now. Cause I'm like, man, I wrestled God so hard on being like, I don't want to call it that. This is corny. This is, you know what I mean? Like I, I was already like, people don't really like me or want to listen to me. And then now I got this weird podcast name. And <laughs> so it was a as personal. As long as you don't give struggle. up brother. That's the main key. Yeah. Well, and then the whole thing, with the seed, right. It starts small. You got to water it and it takes exactly. time. And it's plunged down in the darkness. So like a lot of that stuff was resonating with me. I'm a millennial. I feel like this seed, I'm small and insignificant. I'm shoved down in darkness in the dirt. But then God's word, God gets this praise and glory because he's causing a growth. Other people are coming along, they're watering, right? And they're planting other seeds, but God is getting worshiped. So 
that was that was the model. That's why I named it what I did. I mean, is it becoming something else? I don't know. I would ask other people that. To me, it still means the same thing. But if God has a multi-layer or meaning to to the name of, I guess it is what it is, you know? I mean, I think um, just to let you <laughs> take a breath there, pretty amazing <laughs> stuff. Um, Thanks, my bro. show, on a whim, Johnny McMahon calls me. He's like, all right, I'll, we'll get you on the Fringe Radio Network. Um, what What's your show name? And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> spirit wars yeah i mean it was literally he's like, okay all right spirit wars and I, I have no idea what's going on i've never done yeah. a podcast i was a facebook yeah. youtuber yeah hosting crap posting well, and i didn't know what podcasts really were and i need to this is a good thing that we're talking about this because a lot of people still don't know what podcasts are what's well where's your tens of thousands of listeners and your millions of comments <laughs> well social media on your little crappy little android phones yeah, they're making you feel like you're famous, yeah. and then they'll immediately delete you. Once you, I had seventeen thousand subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. I mean, that's a lot for somebody that didn't. That's nobody knew. Yeah. And then, yeah. boom, gone. Millions of views gone. How many hundreds of thousands of comments? Mm. How many thousands of hours I spent building that channel? Mm. And and you realize, like, oh my gosh, like this is evil. But whereas Spreaker, or I don't know what podcast uh, platform you're using again, I. I forget Podbean um, or Spotify for podcasters. Yeah. Oh, it like was anchor, anchor or... yeah, it was Anchor, and then they they changed it. I don't oh, know. It's, they changed they Anchor just... to Spotify. Oh, I didn't know that. I think okay, Spotify well, um, bought what... bought Anchor or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense because Anchor. I, I don't. I haven't heard anything from Anchor in a long time, but that's <laughs> actually really good because I heard they're um, introducing video. So yeah, like we're recording this live on Spirit Force the podcast and I'll put it on fringe, but like video wise, I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't have time to edit out every time I say that vaccines yeah. are killing people. And there are such things as stolen elections. Boom. You're gone. Go. <laughs> you know? like, well, I can't censor that. It's, it's everybody's yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Um, And nobody exactly. wants to go to odyssey or rumble or anything like that. So I don't really have time, but anyway, yeah, like, bitch, um, yeah, so sorry, all right. navigating this. We we were talking. So so let me let me turn the tables here a little bit and start firing some questions at you. So we were talking on the phone the other week, right? And I, I like I knew a little bit about you. Like obviously, I, you know, I've I've listened to some of your podcasts and stuff like that. I knew who you were. Um, but then you're telling me about kind of the old school realm, right? That that years and years ago, you're collaborating with people, you're kind of like watching the development of certain things. I, I forget what we were wording it, but it was something along the lines where I'm like, bro, I need to Future on air. Yeah, I need to Future ask you Quake. on air, give us the, the rundown of how some of this stuff came together. Like, you know, you're, you're really strangely in a great way connected and aware of certain things that are like kind of like the birth of some of these shows like my show like i came just a couple years ago but you're aware of stuff that's been going on for like a while so i mean hopefully you know what i'm talking about right remember that one conversation yeah we like had? well we mentioned canary cry so all yeah. right so canary cry yeah. radio if anybody knows that's a big show now um but you have to understand new, like canary cry news talk too now there's Canary Cry News Talk, but there was mm. Canary Cry Radio, which Correct. you're talking yes. about the actual where they were interviewing all the LR, LA Marzulis and the yeah. Doug Hamps. And, yeah. Well, so so take me on Canary a journey, Cry, man. Tell us about it. 
all right, I'll, I'm not going to talk for two hours. I mean, I've got maybe like 20 minutes and I literally, this Chinese food is for dad and wife and stuff. And I literally thought in my head before doing the show, I was like, should I cancel or reschedule? And then I thought, no, this is important for the whole human race and the destiny of the church, <laughs> like space time continuum. And, um, oh man. Uh, before Canary Cry, there was Future Quake. And so timeline-wise, timeline is very important. So if you read the Bible, God is always reminding you what he did, you know, in the past. And so we're not just about, like, the latest tweet or, like, like the latest notification, like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Yeah. It's, okay, what happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago? And that's what we're dealing with today is the days of Noah anyway. So should have that time arc. But as far as the internet goes, I mean, the internet is pretty new. So 1990s, we got AOL, you know, and then podcasts came out in the early 2000s. So there was a show called Future Quake. It was an actual mm -hmm. radio show in Tennessee, I believe, uh, Dr. Future and Tom Bionic. Hmm. And they began to interview people like L.A. Marzulli and Steve Quayle and Ron Paul, Rand Paul, Ron Paul, Ron Paul, like the early before Trump, guys, like way before yeah. Trump. This was the movement. And the way I found out about it was through, well, I knew about Alex Jones, but then he interviewed some of these links like through Steve Quayle and mm. future quake is the core movement of the fringe Christian movement. It's like where everything began. And yes. I don't know what future quake is doing. They, they ended in 2012. So huh. 2012, boom, Canary cry starts. Canary cry radio was the continuation of future quake. And you can still go to futurequake.com and listen to just look through the list. You'll be like, oh my gosh, they had like everybody on here. And wow. those shows are really good because it was like the very beginning, like Derek yeah. Gilbert, when he just <laughs> when he was still working in sales or something, and he has like a camcorder and he's recording his <laughs> podcast with the yeah. microphone from the camera. Like an old oh, fashioned. Wow. Like yeah. this is where it all began. It was a very yeah. ragtag thing. And the main gist of it was okay, the Christians seem to be the leading analyzers of the UFO alien abduction phenomena. Mm. And they, they're connecting it with the Book of Enoch because the Book of Enoch was discovered, I don't know, in the 60s, but nobody really knew about it until the internet got going. And then mm. the internet helped people kind of discover this. And then you had old names like David Flynn and then Peter mm. Goodgame, um, mm started writing books and there were the very early small tiny conferences mm. but uh michael heiser came in in the early 2000s as well he was on coast to coast mm -hmm. he brought in this whole divine council and he was like the only phd that would talk to anybody so <laughs> the yeah. canary cry people call him gandalf because he'll like go between yeah. the like the reputable bible scholars and theologians and then yeah. he'll talk to like you or me or anybody hobbits. Like, doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. Constantly. We want second dinners. Yeah. We're hobbits. Yeah. 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 Well, and then it's little crazy. podcasters that are just like, whatever, and we'll talk about, but then, you know, you can get really big if you, the key is keep going. And I would adjure you as well. Mm -hmm. Don't give up because of like, well, life took me this way or that way. I mean, I've had absolute trauma in my life. Mm -hmm. And I, then I realized like, it's not because I went the wrong way. It's because I'm going the right way. And now they're coming after me. You know, and mm. when you're doing the right thing, then you get persecuted. If you're not doing anything and there's no persecution in your life, then mm. what are you even doing? Yeah. But a lot of us have been banned 
a lot of our YouTube channels have been deleted. A lot of our lives have been destroyed, hmm. like literally. And uh, lawsuits. I mean, Owen Schroyer's going to prison maybe for a year. Who? Soon. What? One of the main guys from Infowars, like just for being at January 6th, like just the absolute injustice of what's happening for people that are telling the truth. We're not focused on elections all the time. That's mm. a little, maybe like a 2% issue for me, mm. for most of us. But the idea of uh, persecution is is real. We need to be aware of that. So, I mean, it's, this is not a game. Like when you're listening to us, we're, we're sacrificing precious time with our children, our families. We're working all day. We're tired, but it's like this burning thing in your soul brother what is it that can and maybe comment on what i just said but like i want to hear what what inspires you because this is it's a war you know they're coming after our families that's it could be nuclear war soon it could be uh america's going to be judged could be that we're going to have to band together i wouldn't if the internet goes down boom i mean hopefully we'll find each other and start you know christian bases of survival or something um but as we have these podcasts, I mean, what is it that drives you? And uh, and just in the next ten minutes, because I'm going to run. I got a man. I got family too. You know, <laughs> you too. So but, I'll, try uh, to, I'll try to answer that to the yeah. best of my ability, and then I'm just going to throw a couple of things out there for people to get excited about uh, another collaboration where we're going to get together in the near future. Awesome. Um, so the driving thing for me is like just one more, right? So. The Bible is the only book that showed me how many years I wasted sitting in the dark. Right. So if you can get somebody to to want to read the word again and ultimately through that, hoping they develop a relationship with Jesus. Right. They actually develop right. a relationship with with the God of creation. Just one more. Right. And then I do not like being deceived. I do not like being told one thing and it's not legit or like, you know, people messing with me. So I feel the tugging, you know, I, I consider myself to an extent to be like a watchman on the wall. So as God is helping me to become more aware of certain things, I'm like, I'm not just going to go to sleep on that. You know what I mean? So I don't get on there like Alex Jones does and start saying reptilians are taking over everywhere. They're, you know, they're underneath the, the, the base under here. Like, I'm not doing that. Like what I'm doing is dealing with the spiritual stuff the you know trying to get people to understand it's okay to deal with that trauma it's okay to come to the lord like i'm sorry for the people who misrepresented the god that i worship and serve you know what i mean i'm sorry for those false ones that went out and put a bad flavor for this but but god can heal it and he just might want to use me or something i say he might want to there might be something that he he causes me to say and through that ripple effect it can it can help you so one of the driving forces is I just keep building my relationship with God and God keeps tugging me to go certain directions and to be bold, right? Like, why are you going to hide out on that? Like, God is challenging me. Like, don't you worship me? Do you, you, you know, I, I'm the creator of all this. You're going to go through persecution, dude. You went, you know, it's just the way it is. Life is not always going to be easy. You're going to go through it, but go through it where you're, you know, expelling the darkness, exposing the darkness, right? Taking away um, the power that they had over you personally and becoming aware of the word of truth. 
but also helping other people to do that as well and through unique ways. So that keeps driving me forward because there's so many times where I want to walk away from this. There's so many times where I wanted to just cancel the show because I'm like, man, there's stuff coming at me. I'm being attacked. You know what I mean? There's spiritual things. There's, there's people that, that, that are coming against me and like, I deal with stuff like that. And then I have this heart and desire to, to help and to minister other people and meet other needs. And I'm barely meeting my own. So I'm like, most of the time I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go out, but God, God is using people to answer and come through at the last minute. And this is minute. These are small things. Um, and you know, I, I want to be in what God's vision is so I don't perish. So I want to be a partaker in what he's calling me to do. So a lot of the times that the essence for one more, like we're seeking one more person, well, that's God's heart. So if we're getting closer to God's heart, he's going to keep us in what's getting people closer to him. And it might shift. Podcasts may not be the coolest thing or the best way to get this information out there. Like you said, we might need to start these little communities at some point in time because who knows what could happen. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you know, this dude in the community who people know you can, they can go and you can pray, right? And you can get breakthrough. And that's a solid man of God there. You know what I mean? Who knows? That might be our calling. All this may be boot camp for that. I don't know. But whatever happens, I want to keep following God because we're going to leave this earth. This temporary body is going to, is going to fall and fail at some point in time. I already had a close enough experience with that, not to keep that on the back burner at all times, realizing, yo, there's much more going on here. So why not serve the God of light? Why not serve the God of truth? Why not? Like if, if I'm wrong and, and all of this is wrong, like I still lived a better life than somebody who was lawless and didn't want to honor God. But if I'm right, which I believe I am, if I'm right and God is real and he is who he says he is, you got a lot to lose. And that's for a listener out there, somebody who's, who's dealing with that. But let me just drop a couple of things that hopefully, because this is a more intimate episode. We just were winging it, like letting the spirit lead. Don't um, tell them. No. <laughs> but I want to drop, I just want to drop a couple of things for like next time for us to talk about. Right. So um, it's, it's fringy, but that's the, the point is this may get somebody to come back. And there might be something somebody else says on your show, my show, or somebody in between um, that helps this person along. But the the fallen heavenly hosts, right? These lowercase g gods. I have right. some thoughts about them being okay with the corporate church gathering on Wednesdays and Sundays. I'm just going to throw that out there. Ooh. Yeah. We don't have time to dig into it, but it gets really weird, right? And so I'm going to throw this one out there. <clears throat> the frequency of flax linen, the frequency of wool, organic material, right? And this is the gems for the people who stuck along to the end of the episode, because most people will be cutting out 75% of the way through. Oh, they're winding Wait, down. is this going to be a show that you're going to do pretty soon? Or is no, this well, like I mean, stuff we're... you've already done? Oh, well, this is stuff I, I've talked off air about, talked on air about. And then this is something I want to dive into with you and and Peach down the road. Like, well, let's designate. Let's I'm going to throw a couple topics out there and I want to designate. So this is to, to, to kind of like a cliffhanger for the audience. Like, hey, you guys be on the lookout, be checking out what they're doing, what I'm doing, because this is going to show up sooner or later. The frequency of flax linen. It's an organic material. Leviticus 19 talks about not mixing these two together. So when mm. I discovered in 2020 um, this verse and I started asking pastors about it, they were saying, oh, that's for God to distinguish the Israelites to set them apart. And I'm going, yes, but it always has multiple layers and purposes. 
it's, it's deeper than that. Yes. And, and yes, so much more, right? Well, I found a secular guy who talks about the frequency of these organic materials, flax lining, uh, putting a 5,000 frequency output out, right? And wool putting 5,000 frequency output out. So when you put these two together, they cancel each other out. Well, the skin is the Ooh. largest organ on the human body. So a healthy human has like 100 to 115 frequency output on the surface of your skin. So I, I started going through the Bible and realizing every time there's a holy man, a prophet, an angel, a man of God, he's wearing white linens. And I'm like, well, that's just not by accident. There's something to that. So I'll just leave it there. You guys, listeners, wow. do some of your own research, but I have some some high, some detailed research on some really, really good stuff in there. And then uh, Ephoth, E-P-H-A-H, is mentioned in Zechariah 5.9, right? There's these, these two angelic uh, women-styled spirits that have the wings like storks, and they're, they're lifting up the Ephoth from the earth to the heavens. I want you guys to Google Ephoth, E-P-H-A-H, and hit Google it and hit image. And tell me what that looks like to you. I'm just just planting a seed. We can go deeper into it when I come back and we we recollab here. But I'm just dropping some stuff for you guys because th there's there's purpose here. It's weird. It's strange. It's important. And we're gonna do our best as laymen's to get into it. So I, I mean, Michael, I thank you, man, because you have. You've spoken some wisdom to me, man. You make me laugh, which is important. Just your sense of humor. You're raw. You're real. You just, hey, this is who I am, bro. This is what's going on. And and God is using you in mighty ways. So I just want to thank you for this opportunity, bro, and this time to just be like, you know, talk with you and share my heart and and uh, get to know you better, man. That's important to me. No, that's exactly. And uh, we need to do more talk shop shows where it's like, okay, where can we <clears throat> meet up? people listening to us like uh, okay who's who wants to go to knoxville tennessee or <laughs> you're in pennsylvania i'm in north carolina but i was thinking about we could hijack you know canary car radio meetups and then just yes. like, have their yeah. audience then grab them and abduct them and then <laughs> assimilate them we'll take them up in you the ephoth with 10 omers <laughs> yes the we'll bribe them with free food <laughs> yeah i don't know Man. i mean there's so much that we can do and um, I want to thank Gerilyn as well. Uh, Peach. Yes. Peach is amazing. Guys, listen to millennial, the, the millennial podcast. Oh my gosh. Millennial <laughs> seed. Millennial mustard Seeds seed. Of the mustard. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the millennial mustard seed. Think about the millennial reign of Christ coming and the mustard mm. seed, which becomes the greatest of all trees. Although it is the smallest of all seeds. Listen to strange o'clock podcast. These are really good curated interviews and you don't you don't do a show every day but you do produce high quality content every week i'm out there just like waking up half asleep in the car you know windows down because the air conditioning is broken and i'm just like hey guys I'm making a tiktok uh, i watched city of angels last night with nicholas cage and uh it was really fun then i get to my destination i look at my phone it's like Oh crap! It was on mute the whole time. It was a really good. That's like what I do every day. So don't oh, listen Lord. to Spirit Force. Do not, do not subscribe to Spirit Force podcast, but definitely subscribe to Millennial Mustard Seed and Strange O'Clock podcast for high quality stuff that you want to share with people and wake people. Win souls is our main, um, the commission. We we are following the Great Commission. Amen, Broskis Amen. and sisters. 
thank you so much. And um, any last words, y'all? I, I heard Peach in there just now. You guys did a great job as usual. I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for producing this and behind the scenes. And it, this will be a video on some platform somewhere. Ooh, producer Peach behind <laughs> the scenes making it happen. Where we, we got a lot of love yes. and respect for you. And it's just an honor to, to just know how much you do behind the scenes and, and just taking a second to recognize just the woman of God that you are. And oh, thank he's, you. He's going to continue to exalt you and bless you in due time. So it's, it's been an amazing, amazing uh, episode and, and talk with you guys. That's good. Thank you. I think you guys are uh, very blessed and are oozing and brimming full of godly, manly wisdom. And I'm, I'm, it's an honor and a blessing to to get to know you guys on a personal as well as podcast level. And uh, I, I had the blessing of meeting Michael a, a few months ago when my husband and I, we were going on vacation over there to the, to the good old South. Uh, but I would love to visit. Uh, it would be great for my husband and I to, to come visit you there rod but and i'd love to meet your your lovely filipina wife and it would just be a huge blessing to meet your family and your son and everything and it's it's great to 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 not only interact with uh, people you know like yourselves you know through podcasting and seeing and hearing uh you guys or y'all but also in person too so one of these days hopefully it would be great to have a uh, a millennial spirit wars range <laughs> o'clock, you know, to a compilation yeah. of, of uh, or, you know, some sort of uh, gathering or what have you, you know, in a midway point between, you know, all of our podcasts. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. Yeah, we, we should try to, you know, we should do a Canary Cry meetup and then just be like, I'm a, listen, it was from listening to Canary Cry Radio at work back in 2017 that I had the crazy idea to start a podcast. So I got nothing but honor and love and respect go. for those guys. And if we get together awesome. with other like-minded believer, we can just give them guys honor and praise, but also break bread together. So I think that's a really good idea to try doing like a Canary Cry meetup, maybe somewhere, somewhere halfway in between. And that just trying to get wonderful. people to come well, out. You know, Canary Cry out. Radio is on. We have Fringe Radio Network carries Canary Cry Radio. And I was on Joy Spiracy with Basil. So I mean, oh wow, friends. So they won't, they won't like wow. get too mad. Hopefully, they won't sue us. See, I don't know so, how everybody knows each other, like what, like that kind of stuff. That's crazy cool, man. Yeah, that's, that's well, cool. you know, I don't even, I don't. I love this small just, world. You know, when you do this long <laughs> enough, dude, you're gonna meet everybody. Just don't give up. Like keep going. And absolutely, I mean, you could be doing shows in a cardboard box, but you're you're doing them and then years later you're like the last guy doing it because nobody else would do that. <laughs> so, but we're praying for you. Um that's super yes. motivating. I feel so much better about everything now. Thank you. <laughs> I know and demotivated because like what this is how you do it? Cardboard box. Guess what? Donald Trump doesn't have control. Nobody's in control. QAnon is fake. There's no like control of all of this. It's you guys, the listeners, who are in control. Yeah. And we're just the people crazy enough to go out here and put our faces and our voices out there. Hmm. But it's really the listeners. I mean, you're carrying us. So please share the show, everybody. Yeah, and please share. We'll be uh we'll be doing more shows together. So thank you so much, Rod. This is so awesome. Looking forward Absolutely. to doing another show. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking yeah, forward we need to, to collaborate it, guys. again soon. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay.
Well, I know that you need to go home and feed your family with the Chinese food and everything. And uh, listeners or, or watchers, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys and gals the most for praying for us as we pray for you and, and sharing the show and all that good stuff. Well, God bless you all. Yes. Have a thank wonderful evening or morning or afternoon strange wherever o'clock, you are in the world. Strangeoclock.com, faithbucks.com, millennialmustardseed.com. Podcast. You can find me on any podcast. podcast, gotcha. And on the podcast, podcast in the show notes, you'll find the website and you'll find all the information on the details of the show notes of any episode. So, yeah. Well, feel free to rebroadcast this if it's if it's uh, of your standards. And so, millennial oh, yeah, with two yeah, L's and two N's. Yeah, send it to me. I'll definitely put this out on my end. I'm just putting the notes here in the chat here on the, uh, the Spirit Force, and we'll be obviously this will also be on the French Radio Network. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, this is really awesome to get to like actually. This is kind of revolutionary. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Grace and peace, you guys. Bye. Grace and peace. God bless. Bye.